New quarterback coach Glenn Thomas was on the radio last night and discussed his decision to rejoin Matt Rule. He and Marcus Satterfield have known each other quite a while, about 20 years. So you want, you know, if you wonder about the collaborative effort that's going to go into concocting this offense, whatever it shape it takes, at least you have that. You have that all of that working. I mean, Thomas and, and, and Rule have worked with each other. Rule and Satterfield, Satterfield and Thomas. So they know each other. So from that standpoint, this obviously fits. And then you wonder how it's going to work with, you know, Dylan Rayola and how much I'm not saying he's going to have a ton of input, but obviously he's the guy that's going to be the trigger man for all of this. So working through that whole process, I think, given that all of these guys, for the most part, have worked with each other before, should be a rather fascinating process because I do think, Josh, that the the offense will change to a degree. Philosophically, I don't know if it will change a lot. I still think Matt Rule wants to run the ball. I think he wants to be dominant with the run game in the fourth quarter. But he also knows, hey, now I've got a quarterback who's got a big arm and I can utilize the passing game a little more effectively or at least I should be able to affect the passing game a little more effectively with my new quarterback. Yeah, I feel like the discussion about the offense changing is always hard in the idea of like a wholesale change because I'm with you. Like We're not going to see that. It's just what does having a competent passing quarterback do for an offense in how you build it? You know, I, I would say very quickly last year we learned, well, this isn't the offense that they planned for, or at least maybe that we were expecting. Mm-hmm. You know, when <laughs> I remember when we looked back at the exercise that we did before the year, and one of the things that we were way off on was number of Jeff Sims carries per game. Yeah. You know, and I mean, in that first game, we already realized, oh, my gosh, we're going to be wrong. It's going to be different. It's going to be way different. Like, that's – you start you, – you can almost start with that. The quarterback running game is going to – I don't want to say non-existent because there is some mobility to Raiola's game, but I mean that's going to disappear. They're not; it's not going to be built around a quarterback running the football. So you start there. The thing that I, I continue to ask myself and to ask you know people smarter than me is, what does having a quarterback that defenses have to worry about throwing the ball like? What can they do for a running game, and what can that do for an offensive line? Um, you know, what can it do for the receivers? You know, I just it was so difficult to throw for the obvious reasons. The quarterbacks weren't good at throwing, mm-hmm. but it was also difficult to throw because because of the first fact, defenses could defend them a particular way. And thus, then it made running the ball all the more difficult. Like, think of, John, how they peaked early in terms of yards per game, and that number just got smaller and smaller and smaller. And I remember bringing it up with you in November where Rule said, look, we're still the number one rushing offense in the Big Ten, and I it caught me by surprise. And yet they were. And I, I I thought that it was a bit apropos that by the end of the year they were not number one anymore, that they finished second in the conference because I thought that that was kind of fitting. So, yeah, I think you bring up a good point. The relationship between new quarterbacks coach and, and offensive coordinator, you would figure that that would curtail some of the learning curve that these two would have. And, I mean, I guess the other thing, too, that before I give it back to you, is just having a freshman quarterback who starts – what limitations does that put on the offense? As good as as he is, yeah. as, as highly touted as he is, he is still going to be a freshman. And so what will that mean as well? Well, and how much uh, – What last year was the classic example of expect the unexpected. There's probably going to be an element of unexpected this year. 
and how they adjust on the fly. I thought they did as well as they could adjust on the fly given the circumstances they had at quarterback. Yeah. And I know it didn't end up in a bowl game, and I know it was disappointing that you know they couldn't come up with that sixth win when they were on the cusp of doing so. But I don't think they're in that position. If they wouldn't have been able to adjust on the fly and make the best out of a less than optimal situation. Yeah. Chances are there's going to be something that happens, whether it's in the offseason or early in the next season, that's, you know, how they how they're able to adjust on that. At least they've got experience doing it. Now they've got another brain in the room to help them figure out how to do it. And then how you know, just how Glenn Thomas readjusted the college game, teaching the quarterback position now to this group versus where he was before, and he acknowledged this in his radio interview yesterday. Yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with eight-year pros who have a mortgage and a family versus an 18-year-old kid who's never played at this level before. It is a different Mm -hmm. level of coaching. Thomas has experience. He's done it before, but it's been a while. Yeah, and, you know, I think I asked this of Mitch on Monday, but I also wonder, moving beyond the coaches, what is Heinrich Harburg's role in the quarterback room? You know, given that we're yeah. all expecting, and I have to imagine he is too, he will not be the starter. He has experience. He played tight end last year for, uh, what, a game and a half. What does that mean for him? What does How does he handle all of this, and what are they hoping to get from him, given that we are not expecting him to be the starter in 2024? Coming up next, dumb debates, including the question I asked earlier, the 700 Club. No, not the 700 Club that Josh watches on the regular. hey But... Which coach would you build your program around over the next 10 years among the 700 club members and your questions as well on 1620 The Zone? Nick Grimm here for Circus Sports Iowa. This sports book will quickly become your new favorite. They offer tight money line splits. They keep as little money as they can on large market bets. They don't limit you for winning. All of that, just to say, that means a lot more money for you. They're also offering squares bets for the big game, that big game, on February 11th. And it's not like other places where they just kind of assign you something. You get to pick your own numbers. You're in complete control. You can either go by quarter or you can do the entire game. It's all under the prop bet section in the Circus Sports Iowa app. Their customer service is also sick. They like having Las Vegas hospitality in the palm of your hand. It's real people resolving any real issues that you might have in real time. So go ahead, try it out. Download Circus Sports Iowa today, anywhere in Iowa, and fall in love with it. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633.